everybody, this is Barbara Graver of New Aged Catholic, and I'm going to talk a little bit today about holistic wellness and the faith, and are these two compatible? And I did do an article on this in my blog, newagedcatholic.com, um, last week, which you can certainly check out uh, on this same topic, but I wanted to go over it a little bit further in a video format and the reason for this is is because there are so many things and this is a lot of what new aged catholic is about there are so many things that have been co-opted or counterfeit by the new age and the occult that really aren't new age and occult i, I they are after the new age gets hold of them certainly but in their in their conception and in their originality they are not necessarily new age at all and holistic healing and wellness is one of these things when I was in school in the 80s, the 1980s, I went to Misericordia University and uh, got my degree in nursing there. And we were taught that holistic healing and holistic wellness were something that we should aspire to in our practice. And this was kind of differentiated between uh, what nurses do and what doctors do, because doctors tended to be then, and still I think now it can be argued, very focused on the physical. Uh, they look at the biochemistry, they look at the pharmacology. If they're surgeons, they look at actual uh, kind of mechanical, if you will, uh, you know, cures for the body, corrections for the body. And they're great at that. They're great at what they do. And we're so fortunate to have that because it saved countless lives, uh, just countless lives. And we would never want to go back to the Middle Ages or even the 1800s when we did not have modern medicine. And if you think you do, you probably, if you run into trouble, will find out that's not what you think at all. But so I am in no way against modern medicine. However, I don't think that that is necessarily always a comprehensive approach and that's really what holistic wellness is about it's about the body mind and spirit not just the body and there is nothing anti-catholic or even anti-christian in that way of looking at things as a matter of fact if we're people of faith and we don't consider the spirit if we don't consider our faith uh and and we're really um, not really walking our talk, I don't think. So for people of faith, it's important. And really for anyone who has done any kind of reading about ill health, uh, you will know that a lot of health issues do have to do, are connected to our mind, to our emotions, to our beliefs, um, and oftentimes to our knowledge, what we know, what we are able to apply in our lives. So to me, it, it's perfectly logical to take a holistic approach uh, to health and wellness. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of things had crept in, even in my, I consider myself a holistic nurse, and even in my own professional organization, the American Holistic Nurses Association, uh, there are a lot of people practicing Reiki and different kinds of energy healing and yoga and chakra and all kinds of stuff. And that stuff is, uh, which I have explored all of it. Um, in my time in the New Age, as most of you know, I spent seven solid years in the New Age and before that really a lifetime of dabbling. All of that stuff does have occult underpinnings. It does. In Reiki, uh, when you're connecting with any energy that is not God, be wary because uh, there is only, there, the supernatural reality is not, um, is not some 
benign Star Wars kind of force. There is good and there is evil. So if you're not connecting with God uh, through prayer and, um, you know, your practice of your faith, then you are connecting with something else. So, and that's the problem with these things. Uh, they masquerade as being something good, where in reality they're not. So it is true that a lot of this uh, occultism has crept in under the umbrella of holistic wellness. That is absolutely true. And even in professions, it has crept in. And to me, it's, uh, you know, having a bachelor of science degree to be practicing something like Reiki that has absolutely no scientific validity whatsoever is just kind of crazy, but it does happen. So you do have to be wary. Like everything in our society, the new age and occult has completely permeated our society in every possible way. And uh, unfortunately, health and wellness is one of those ways. And But this doesn't mean that we need to be phobic, that we need to abandon things, that we need to be continually giving ground to the occult. And that's what I feel like a lot of people do. And while it's good to be discerning and cautious and wary, absolutely. I think we also need to take back some of this stuff that is not occult in origin to treat a person uh, as if they are a spiritual being, an emotional being, an intellectual being, as well as a physical being. It's not a cult. It's not a cult at all. And um, if you read scripture and if you study what Jesus did and the way he approached healing, um, he was kind of holistic, I would say, you know, in the way he dealt with people. And so I think that it's important to keep in mind that this is something that is acceptable, in my opinion, for Catholics and Christians with the Catholic Christians, um, people who identify with Catholic as Catholic or not, uh, for any Christian, is that to just keep in mind that you, uh, you know, you can't access this stuff. And I've been reading recently uh, about Hildegard von Bingen. I made... Um, I made spelt bread this week based on a recipe of hers. And it's really interesting because this is, these are teachings, Hildegard von Bingen, if you're not aware of who she is, St. Hildegard, she is a Catholic saint. She's considered one of, I believe, three female doctors of the church, might be four. Um, and she lived in the 12th century and she was a nun. And she was the a foundress of a convent. And she was, among other things, a healer. And she studied herbs. And she used what was available to her at that time. And some of it is no longer relevant. Some of it is absolutely antiquated after a thousand years. But some of it is quite relevant. For example, she says about wheat, that if you uh, remove the kernel from the grain, it's, it's worthless. And it's taken us... Um, pretty recently to kind of understand that and stop eating things like Wonder Bread and go back to whole wheat. But she recommends spelt. That's a grain that she considers to be, it's an ancient grain that she considers to be very valuable. And so I made spelt bread this week and it was great. Everybody loved it. And I did notice because I tend to get a little, uh, I do think I probably have some insulin sensitivity, diabetes runs in my family. 
I tend to get a little rebound hypotension when I eat a lot of carbs and that didn't happen to me with the spelt and it was good. It was good bread and, and I ate my fair share and I did not have that rebound hypotension, which is, is good because so many diseases now in our society like heart disease and diabetes and cancer, they so have to do with lifestyle. Uh, they're so connected to our lifestyle and our nutrition. Um, that, you know, there's different studies with different percentages, but some studies go as far as to say that 80% of, you know, our response to uh, some of these diseases has to do with our lifestyle and nutrition. So that gives you a lot of control if you want to take it. It gives you a lot of control. So in Hildegard also uh, taught about herbs, which I'm very interested in herbs. I'm actually uh, studying herbs. Um, only for my family. I mean, I, to me, um, you know, prescribing herbs is a form of medicine. It's something I would never do. I mean, I do write occasionally in the blog about very common herbs, but it's not something I would, would ever attempt to do. But for myself and my family, I, I like to be informed and I'm learning about herbs and applying them. And there is just a lot of information there. And I think Hildegard, St. Hildegard is such a good example of that, of how our Catholic faith provides us with so many resources. It's just incredible. Um, and, and that's one reason why after I left the New Age, I was Protestant for a time. And I have a lot of respect for Protestants and the two Protestant denominations I was involved with. I, I have a lot of respect for them. Um, I particularly admire um, their devotion to scripture and um, their connection with, with uh, you know, their belief in the Holy Spirit. I do definitely admire that. But ultimately, uh, it just felt incomplete to me. And you can, if you want to hear my testimony, I mean, if you want to hear my testimony, it's, it's on here on the channel. There's a lot more to it than that. But my point is with Catholicism, one, one reason I started the blog and one reason I want to do this YouTube channel is because there are so many Catholic and Catholic friendly alternatives to this stuff that's in the mainstream. And, and not everybody knows that. And I think holistic healing and St. Hildegard are a prime example of this, of, of things that's available to us within our own body of um, of teachings, of Catholic teachings. And I think that it sometimes gets lost that this stuff came first. I mean, St. Hildegard in 1100 and whatever it was definitely came before, you know, Reiki and before, you know, energy medicine and before all of this stuff that that is so popular. And it I believe that these things are counterfeit and I believe it makes sense to take the time to explore things that are within the parameters of our own faith in order to apply them to our lives. And I feel that um, this can definitely be done in the terms of, in terms of holistic wellness. And I think just um, some of it's common sense, um, like losing weight and eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. And some of it's a little more involved when you get into things like herbs and specific foods and dealing with health challenges and health risks. It does get more involved. 
but there's a lot of information there. And I'm not saying it's that you should base your health approach on Hildegard von Bingen. That's, that's not my point. My point is there are some good recommendations there that are certainly worth looking into. And that there are a lot of other recommendations, whether they come to us through the scientific community or they come to us uh, through various faith-based resources that are helpful. And I think the number one thing is prayer when it comes to um, when it comes to health and wellness is to pray and to bring God into it. And it just amazes me how people will. I had one of the reasons I started this channel was because I had an experience of uh, a healthcare professional recommending to me Eastern meditation and saying it's not religious. It's you know it's spiritual. It's not religious. But we don't have to do Easter meditation. It is religious. And if that's your religion, that's fine. But if you're a Catholic, that's not your re religious uh, tradition. And it's, it's not appropriate for you. So, but there are other things that are. I mean, there's so many prayers in, the, in Catholicism. So many different types of prayers. There's just so many resources and, and so many things that can help us on our journey to health from a spiritual perspective, such as confession. Going to confession for me is huge. And, and I believe that guilt uh, does really, uh, you know, have a, have a detrimental effect on us. I do believe that. So there's, you know, there's obviously there's confession, there's the Eucharist, there's going to mass. There's so many different spiritual practices, such as fasting with your doctor's approval, never fast without going through your doctor first, definitely. But, um, you know, fasting and some of the recommendations of Hildegard and spiritual practices, different prayers, such as the rosary, special prayers for healing, um, the sacrament of the sick. There's just so many things that can help us. Um, scripture, Lectio, Lectio Divina, contemplative prayer. There's so many, so many tools. I mean, we've got the spiritual part of this covered. And I believe that, you know, incorporating modern medicine and to a degree, as far as you're comfortable, um, you know, looking into some commonly accepted herbs, you need to be careful with herbs because a lot of people think that if something's natural, it's not harmful. It's absolutely not true. Absolutely not true. Uh, a lot of the most toxic medicines we have, like, like uh, lenoxin, for example, which is uh, a cardiac medicine that has to be monitored via blood work because it's so toxic, came from the plant foxglove, the flower you may have in your garden. So it, it's not accurate to say that because something's natural, it can't be harmful. Absolutely can. But, um, you know, this is another thing you can explore. Again, with involving your doctor. I tell people don't ever take anything uh, for your health without involving your doctor. Um, it's just not a good idea. Uh, we've got a great resource in our physicians and we need to use it, um, definitely. But um, there, there's a lot there on all different levels. And, you know, the prayer, I think, and things like confession and, and the sacrament of the sick, they take care of us spiritually and they take care of us emotionally. And so, you know, we've kind of got it all covered. And then the other aspect of mind is, is actually, you know, modern medicine and resources and uh, resources that are available to us. I mean, we have so much data at our, at our disposal. I mean, there is misinformation, there's no doubt. But if you watch your sources and you get good information on things, you can learn so much. Absolutely so much. 
So, so that's one of the things I'm going to be talking about a little bit um, in this podcast. I want to talk or in this talk about um, on the video channel. I want to talk about uh, holistic wellness to a degree and um, and all the other things really that we've kind of allowed the new age and occult to um, to take that I think we need to take back. And this for me, this is one of them. So I hope this was helpful. I, I'm not trying to give any specific recommendations here. I'm just trying to encourage people, like look into Hildegard von Bingen, definitely look into her, um, you know, look into um, some of the tenets of holistic wellness. Be wary of the new age occult, but don't, don't be so, so wary that you're fearful and that you're scared away from things. And definitely consider prayer and the sacraments and uh, educating yourself because because we have some great resources and I hear my puppy barking. So I'm going to, I'm going to close this now and please do check off, check out the blog. If you're interested, it's at newagedcatholic.com. And, um, I'm going to be doing the podcast about every two weeks. So it's a little late this week because of my birthday, but, um, so I hope to see you again in a couple weeks and, and I'm not going to be late this time. So until then, this is Barbara Graver of New Age to Catholic and may God bless us all.